0: Cultural Center here with uh, Mary Ramaya she was kind enough to give us a tour uh, she opened up our eyes to a lot of very amazing things uh, you'll see some of that uh, footage in in this episode and uh, we'll have a uh, I guess a dedicated a- episode uh, because she went so in-depth and uh, gave us so much information uh, hi Mary thanks hi. and uh, we have junior venue uh, here also hi oh, Mary, you, Mary? Hi.
1: Uh, thank, thank you. you for
0: that amazing tour um, and the knowledge and the knowledge yeah um, and all of your hard work and dedication putting this beautiful uh, museum together, the center together. Uh, can you just start, you know, introduce yourself and say hello to the viewers and, and just talk a little bit about some of the challenges and some of the uh, things that the Cultural Center uh, needs from our viewers and, well, and um, how it even how, started? How, yep,
2: how we even started all this.
3: Well, th- the idea for the Chaldean Cultural Center started the, fir- the first meeting that I'm aware of it was March, February of 2003. So it's been um, 16 years, 14 to 15 years in the process and then now it's been open about, um, just about two years now. Mm-hmm. And it started with a group of people and who knew that Shenandoah was going to be built. <coughs> uh, the land had been purchased, it was uh, going to be built. and. W- And they thought it would be nice to use part of the Shenandoah facility because it is owned by a Chaldean organization, Mm -hmm. um, the Chaldean Iraqi American Association of Michigan, if part of the building, roughly about 2,000 square feet, would be used for the building of a cultural center and eventually a museum so that our heritage would be preserved. And we felt... uh, The chairman, the first chairman was Rosemary Anton, and there were others on the board besides myself. There was Francis Borgi, Hannah Sheena, Rod Josephine Sarafa, Vicky, uh, I'm sorry, Victor Saroki, Virgine Adobu, just a cross section of Chaldeans. And we thought that it was time that our heritage actually was brought to, fruition that there'd be a physical dimension to our heritage Mm -hmm. and we felt that in a way we were there was a group of us who were either American-born Chaldeans whose parents were amongst the first Chaldeans to come to America Mm -hmm. or who came as young children because um, that was when the community was being established in the 1910s 20s 30s And I know that there was a greater influx of Chaldeans in the mid 1960s after the quota uh, laws were um, abolished. Mm -hmm. And as long as someone petitioned for you and signed affidavits, you could come. So there was a big influx in the 1960s, but the Chaldeans had already been here for over 50 years. Mm And I think a lot of the more recent Caldeans are not aware of how long we have been in America and certainly in the greater Detroit area. Yeah. So we actually met at Southfield Manor because mm-hmm. this building didn't exist. and Just we, for the
2: viewers, I don't to interrupt you. Southfield Manor was our original country club, to say, in Southfield right next to Mother of God. So for the n- newer viewers who don't know... That's where we started from. Right,
3: no, absolutely. And that's where a lot of the weddings were and parties and so forth until uh, this was built. And so we were, the committee started looking into, started looking at other museums. We went, we contacted people like at the DIA, at the Holocaust Center. We even, Rosemary Anton, Josephine Sarafa and I even flew to Washington and went through some of the, the smithsonian uh, museums oh, wow. we went to the american indian the museum of the american indian and we at, and they actually drove us into i think it was virginia mm-hmm. and i hope it was virginia but anyways <laughs> um where they where they have their archives they have a huge building where they were stored so many of the things that they were not using in the museum but could rotate objects Mm -hmm. or would have special exhibits Mm -hmm. and taught us how to preserve things, how to preserve photographs, how to preserve textiles so that they didn't fray, how to store at certain temperatures. So even though we're a small boutique museum, we wanted to be as professional as possible. We wanted a state of the art museum Mm -hmm. that people would actually be want to see and want to come to and we had three audiences in mind one audience was the original chaldeans who had come to america we wanted to Mm -hmm. honor them our parents our grandparents you know i mean coming to our country not even knowing the language i think for some of the early immigrants the earliest immigrants maybe not even knowing where in the world they physically were Um, (laughs) There's a story told about one of our Chaldean young women, when she came to America and went to Ellis Island. uh, She had a a, a small illness and couldn't um, leave Ellis Island for a while. Her husband came back to Detroit and then would visit her from time to time. When he finally went to pick her up to bring her to Detroit, she said, I knew I would come to Detroit, you know. Our Blessed Mother answered my prayers. You know, every day I would look out at the statue of our Blessed Mother in New York Harbor <laughs> and pray to her and say the rosary, and I knew my prayers would be answered. <laughs> I mean, the innocence, yeah. I mean, I love telling that story because of the innocence of <laughs> praying to the Statue it's of Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to honor those people.
0: Right and then you said your goal was to make a state-of-the-art uh facility and i think you've accomplished your goal this is beautiful i mean Thank the tour you. was state it's definitely state-of-the-art it's yes. awesome yeah
3: and we wanted our children and grandchildren and future generations to know their heritage mm-hmm. i realize they're being raised in america and that's fine and, and um we don't not only know their heritage we want them to embrace it we want them to be proud of the fact that they're chaldean yep. proud of their catholic faith and all the what i call the four f's which i you have mentioned in your other shows faith and family and friends and food friends and food are interchangeable to me <laughs> but which is third mm-hmm. and which is fourth but right food good food with good friends
1: sure.
3: and Then the third population we wanted to bring in are non chaldeans to know who we are, that we are Arabic-speaking, but not Arabic. We are from the Middle East, but we are Christian, specifically Catholic. We say the same language that Christ spoke, and we're just part of that mix of the ancient Babylonians over 5,000 years ago. And this was, This was a project of many of us. I mean, um, I was the director when this was being built, but there were many, many people. We had many subcommittees looking at photographs, doing research. Every gallery had curators who were experts in the field because, um, you know, I know what I know, but, but for example, for this ancient gallery that we're sitting in, The curators were Bill and Elsie Peck, a husband and wife team, who were actually curators at the Detroit Institute of Arts. And they were the curators for the ancient Near East Gallery, which would be the Middle East. And so they helped us to what to display, who to buy from, what images we should use, what companies for images we should go to, like the British Museum and so forth.
2: Mary, is that and the? the oh, sorry I say, that, is that what a curator is? That's what they do. They they recreate history. Is what they do. Right. Okay. So just I for the audience, they do the research. No? Yep, they do the research. I mean,
0: to the, to the naked eye, this yep. looks like uh, you're just walking into a place with four walls and and a ceiling. Yes. But when you explain through the through the tour, I mean, there is so much detail to attention paid to every detail. It's amazing.
3: We have hundreds of images, just images, not even the big exhibits. Mm-hmm. Every image was hand selected, mm. and it had to be hand selected through the the curators because they're experts in their field. And then captions had to be written for each item. We ha- we wrote to the to the Louvre, and and not only Hammurabi's Code of Laws, the stele, but other items in here are also from the Louvre. This came this. Mural background came through a documentary team that came from that are from Germany. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was a world. We have manuscripts from the in the faith and church gallery that we got from through our priests from the, some of the monasteries mm-hmm. in um, near Mo, you know near Mosul, mm-hmm. you know, and where the Chaldean villages are, and so um, it was sort of a worldwide yeah. search. For the Faith and Church Gallery, the curators were Father Borgi, Bishop Ibrahim helped us, Bishop mm-hmm. Francis or Bishop Kalabad helped us, some of the other priests. For the Village Gallery, I was born in Detroit, and when I give tours, some of the non-Chaldean groups, we've had many Jewish groups and other religious groups come and say, so was it hard for you adjusting to American life, or did you where did you learn to speak english and right. i said you know what i was born in detroit i could show you woodward <laughs> avenue easier easier than right i can talk about um uh, Rashid street or a street in iraq but um but because of my parents and be, you mm-hmm. know and they were amongst the pioneers you sort of know the history but you right. don't know it at a museum level right. sure. and i remember the museum people that we went through all yep. throughout part of the country always said museums have to tell the truth make sure that what you say is historically accurate and if you cannot say it don't put it in
0: you can't back it up don't put it in so
2: i have a question then for you mary how how do you explain to the non-chaldeans walking in through here that say to you mary what is chaldean because that's usually the first question because we're we're not as familiar to many so what do you answer to that
3: what i say is that we're an ethnic group um we are chaldeans the we are catholic and belong to the chaldean rite of the catholic church other catholics understand that you know i'll talk about differences between the latin rite and the chaldean rite Mm -hmm. non-catholics i will very briefly explain um, you know a right of the Catholic Church that we are Aramaic speaking that many of our people especially those who come from Iraq are mm-hmm. trilingual that they speak Arabic because that's the na- national language mm-hmm. that they speak Surath which is the vernacular Chaldean and obviously yeah. they speak English and so I, I point out our ethnicity probably more than anything else I mentioned and in, in you your show is great at this, is Thank you. how entrepreneurial we are. Mm-hmm, yes. I mean, I say that even if we have uh, doctors and, you know, they they could work for a hospital organization like the Henry Ford Health System, but so many of them have their own clinics. Yeah. Not that some don't work for the health systems, sure. but our people are extremely entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what has made a, a, a strong and very hard working. I mean, I don't know your own personal family backgrounds, but if you're a Chaldean, you probably grew up working in a grocery store or working in a someone's family business <clears throat> yep. when we when you were young. in oh, yeah. summers, Christmas vacations.
2: Well, you know what's cool about that? I mean, I don't know if you had it but we we skipped interviews. We went mom would call that person and say, Hey, Brony <laughs> yeah. You know, can you do it or not? And that's all it was. It was just yeah. okay, you knew whose kid it was. Come you on in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a cool thing back then, having that tight yeah. tightness. It,
3: it was, and it's good for the the for the um, entrepreneurs because they had people who they could trust, who weren't going to mm-hmm. steal from them, who would keep an eye and treat the business as if it was part of their own family. Because mm-hmm. so much, even if it wasn't their father's business, it was their first cousins or their mother, you know, their great aunt. Mm-hmm. Three times we moved through a second cousin marriage. So, I yeah, mean, some yeah. way,
2: somehow. Yeah. We're always hungry for hours, too. We were, <laughs> yeah. we had, we, 50 to 60 was no problem for us to put oh, in yeah. at yeah. that age.
3: I, I stress our very strong work ethic. I know that comes up in many of your interviews. Mm-hmm. And I, for the non-Chaldean groups, um, I stress, I stress that a great deal. Very yeah. entrepreneurial, a strong work ethic, definitely the Catholic faith. And I mentioned the four Fs. Faith, family, friends, and food.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, you you mentioned three uh, groups that you're trying to touch. You mentioned the the older generation, older generation mm-hmm. and the, the
3: children, grandchildren. The, oh, okay, yep. the newer so it's new
0: new new generation, old generation, and the non-Chaldeans. Correct. Yep. Okay, and then how, how do we reach those people? Like, wh- well, give us an example of what what those groups are and 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 how we would reach them. So, non-Chaldeans would be who? Okay. Well,
3: for for one thing, that we, we have had many corporate groups come to the center, um, people from Co-America Bank, people from law enforcement, medical professionals. We've had people from uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mm-hmm who part of the, of the training of their staff in cultural diversity mm-hmm. come to us and say, okay, we're gonna send a group of people, will you explain who the Chaldeans are? So I'll give them a presentation, uh, maybe before they actually walk into the museum, just an overview of the Chaldeans, when we started coming to America and why Detroit, and then have them walk through the museum mm. and then do a question and answer. So a lot of our, our corporate groups, uh, we're trying to get more and more school groups here. We've had educators here who maybe have uh, school districts like Utica schools, Warren Consolidated schools, uh, West Bloomfield schools that have a lot of Chaldean students, and they want to know more about our culture so they can address any issues um, just be more attuned to our culture and our customs. You know, like when, when I call a parent, if I have to discipline a child, an older brother comes on the phone instead of,
1: yeah.
3: you know, a parent and we try to explain, you know, maybe the parents don't speak English or um, and, and wanna get, you know, be able to work with you better. And so sometimes it, it will be somebody whose English is maybe better than that of the parents. Mm-hmm hospitals ask us you know you are in an intensive care unit and it's only one person at a time or two people and 15 of you come in and um (laughs) and you know and i say but we're so family oriented we're not going to leave our sick we're not going to to leave those who are ill We're, you know okay we can't be in the icu unit i i get that believe me i get that (laughs) we're going to camp out in the lounge right um only because we want to be there,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, uh, and, so tr- and and so is, and in trying to get them to understand some of our customs, and actually the feedback has always been positive. It's almost like, can we join your community? Mm-hmm. You know, we've lost that sense of sure small town, yep. family oriented.
2: Mm-hmm. Everything's too loose. It's a big melting pot at this point, and things have changed. When you um when when you deal with these these groups that are coming for them from the law enforcement to the hospitals, how are they finding you guys? Like how do they know that the culture center is here? Is it something you guys have marketed to them? Or they have heard about it and now are coming forward to come to us and ask yeah. us for help?
3: Well, we have uh, we have a Facebook page. We have Chaldeans in every profession. I mean, we have Chaldeans uh-huh. in law enforcement. And so sometimes the police departments will contact us or they'll go on do a Google search type in Chaldean, um, mm-hmm. the Chaldean, all the Chaldean organizations, I think refer each other. I mean, if we get a question about immigration, I'll refer them to the Chaldean Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, so, or the Ladies of Charity, if if there's a, yeah. uh, an issue that the Chaldean American Ladies of Charity can help with. So I think we all uh, network with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so even if somebody calls the chaldean american chamber of commerce for information and then they want a tour the chamber will refer them to us
1: okay
3: and and even though we've given a tour and mm-hmm. uh, maybe a, a detailed tour yeah i don't want people to think well they don't have to come here now mm-hmm. we want you to physically come and visit the museum there are depths depths it's,
2: can't say the word waltz. Depths, yep. Depths yep. of stuff. Yep. We haven't even touched what you showed mm-hmm. us on that video. We were going through it. So I can attest to that. I was walked through this facility uh, a little over a year ago. Walking through it and trying to understand it is one thing, but what you gave me two times from when we came for the pre-interview to go through stuff and today, I understood that much more about our history and what all this was to walk in just to see it's a beautiful picture to see you know behind you it's beautiful artifacts and stuff but the depth of it its nothing n- nothing like the education that you have given us and understanding why what that's the biggest thing
3: there's tremendous there's layers there are layers and layers and layers of information mm-hmm. and we're trying to get school groups to come because this fits perfectly the museum with a world history curriculum mm-hmm. it fits with a religion curriculum we hope that the chaldean churches as well as the the latin Rite catholic churches bring their and other denominations bring their students here because it is part of a religion sure going through the faith faith and church history Um, even why did we come to america there are other immigrant groups who have come i mean we were not certainly not the first ones here the (laughs) polish the italians the irish were here before us but um but we're a unique group from a, a, a Middle East, not from Western Europe, mm. and in a minority in the Middle East, and a minority within the country of Iraq, and yet we go back over 5,000 years. We're not a pure people. Empires rose and fell, you know, and then yep. the Neo-Babylonians, Nebuchadnezzar, that empire was conquered by the Persians under Cyrus the Great, and so, are we a pure people? No. But do our does our history, our legacy, even our beginnings go back to ancient times? Absolutely, right. yes.
2: So Anthony brought up a good point earlier we were talking. Um, he mentioned probably a dozen Catholic schools that interact with the Chaldean community, both through sports, both through academic. Mm-hmm. You know, the parents are involved in these schools. How do we help you and the Culture Center to get to those schools? How do we find out why you know St. Fabian hasn't been through here, or why Regis hasn't or been? Maybe through they here. have. Yeah, they, yeah, have they? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, we just we just want to know if some haven't. How do we help you get them yeah. through these doors?
3: Well, one thing that we have written letters to all the neighboring Catholic schools. By the way, St. Fabian has been here because I belong to that parish. All right,
1: okay. <laughs> but, for the
3: but but you're right about the others. It's been difficult, and we have sent letters to principals, to social studies teachers. Part of the problem is pulling students out of a, pulling students' transportation costs, chaperones, um, pulling them away from a curriculum. So, what we've done is aligned what goes on. I was a social studies teacher. We've taken the world history, like a middle school world history curriculum, and have shown through our exhibits Mm -hmm. how that curriculum the benchmarks that you have to meet in teaching that curriculum in world history, how our museum aligns with it. Mm -hmm. So coming here actually fulfills a curriculum. We also now are teaching about genocide. Genocide actually has to be taught in the public schools six hours from grades 8 to 12, totally six hours from grades 8 to 12. A lot of schools and it's understandable will go to the holocaust center in farmington hills on orchard sure. lake road mm-hmm. we're reaching out to them come <clears throat> come here we also are facing a genocide and we fulfill if they spend two or three hours here that's three hours of the six hours that yeah, that is completed. mandated by the state well, good to know. so we're trying to as much as possible get the word out I hope that your viewers, and you have many viewers, where their children go to school will contact us. Our phone number is 248-681-5050. And we'll set up tours. We will accommodate the tour group. Mm -hmm. I would recommend middle school, high school, Mm -hmm. post-secondary college, certainly corporations, um, church groups, social groups. I've had retirees, not Chaldean, just uh, people from different organizations who Uh maybe once a month want to go on a field trip somewhere, they contact us, they (coughs) have found out through magazines or through our social media or having chaldean friends yeah. that we exist and they come as a tour and if it's during the summer they go downstairs and have lunch in the mixed wheel mm-hmm. here at yeah. shenandoah and make an afternoon of it
2: who are some of your coworkers that help you with some of this and when you're not on site is there other people that help with the tour as well that are just as inclined on right. this museum
3: we have docents and we we need to get more and, and we need to i think retrain them and and that'll happen Judy Jonah is the chairman of our board of directors, and she gives tours. Um, we have a, a new executive director that was just recently hired, Weam Nomu. Uh, she can give tours. And um, I'm still called from time to time. And there are docents um, who, will, who will give tours. And we also have brochures about Chaldeans in Southeast Michigan that is available, and we—if somebody just wants to come in, we're open. We're open on Fridays from ten to two. Just open to the public. Every Friday. Every Friday, oh, and wow. they can come in, and we can give them this brochure, and they can take a self-guided tour of the museum because everything is sort of spelled out. I mean, they—they they obviously won't get my narration, but—but yep. right. but it, it's they could just like we walk through the dia and mm-hmm. some exhibits were interested in and spend more time at and others we walk through the same the same here right we've for schools we've prepared like after, um like when the teacher goes back to the you know the students come here mm-hmm. there are activities that the students can do back in the classroom we've done a crossword puzzle and a word search for each gallery nice and uh, we make these available to to the teachers Mm -hmm. so we have all sorts of resources that are uh, available to them this book here this was a book published in 2008 it was an american author brian perry Mm -hmm. um, but it was published by the chaldean cultural center Mm. and it has uh, three uh, main headings um ancient mesopotamia who the Chaldeans are ancestrally, uh, coming to America, who the, the how the Chaldean community in Detroit was established. And then the third section is Chaldeans today. And this is available in our bookstore. These are free. Um, there's note cards that we did that we sell in our gift shop and there, the pictures on the cards are from the ancient gallery, like the, the Lion of Babylon and um, the palm volutes, that, the palm design that you um, actually see at Shenandoah when you walk in towards the ballrooms, mm-hmm. the palm volutes were, were in Nebuchadnezzar's throne room. They were uh, stylized palm volutes that he had behind his throne as part of the decoration of the throne room and um, so we have a lot to offer in all age groups families can come if a a whole family wants to come Mm -hmm. you know you want to bring your 100 first cousins (laughs) yeah Um, i think the georgias do have over 100 (laughs) first cousins Um, the whole family wants to group come as a group maybe on a saturday evening and then have dinner in the restaurant or On a Sunday afternoon, if they just let us know, we'll arrange for those tours. We're trying, we want as many people to come. We built this museum to be seen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not on Woodward Avenue, it's Mm -hmm. not the DIA, but it is a legitimate state-of-the-art museum, and we really do want people to come and see it.
0: Right, but so that being said, we walk through, everything seems like it's perfectly done. Um. But so now, now you've gotten to the point where it's done. Is right. it? Is it done? It's done. It's so it's done. Well,
3: we can take forty more pictures on that wall right, right. if somebody wants no, to give us. for all, what, all what intents and purposes, it's is done. done. So the so, funding,
0: the funding's all been in place. Funding's all been. There's no debt on the.
3: There's museum. no debt.
0: So how do people donate to keep it going and to right. maintain it and and to to help?
3: Preserve it. Preserve yes. yeah, it. Right. It's built. Mm-hmm. So now, we have to do programming. We have to get active into programming and marketing who we are, and, mm-hmm. and you're helping us definitely with that. Um, I don't know if you saw the donor wall, but outside of the yep. museum is a donor wall. Corporations, families, individuals. In memory of deceased family members mm-hmm. people have made donations yep. and we are uh, a 501c3 so your donation is tax deductible and you will get a letter from us we obviously continue to need monies as you said to preserve it sure we write we write grants some grants we get the full amount other grants will ask for maybe thirty thousand and they'll give us ten thousand Mm A lot of vendors who work, wholesalers, like Dean Foods, who sell to Chaldean-owned stores. They know they have a large number of Chaldean customers, Sherwood Foods. I know they're no longer Sherwood. Well, they sold the business. Um, Have given us money, Pepsi. Beverages Group. There's a lot of big names out there on the wall. And we want families and organizations um, and groups to give us, to donate money so that we can preserve our heritage and keep our programming going.
0: Yeah, and so so they... Do they go to a link on the website? There do is a, to, we okay. do have
3: a website, um, Okay. And right on the home page, there are links to making donations mm-hmm. or, or our phone number. They can call us. We can send them brochures about the donor wall and what a plaque will look like. Right. And even a smaller amount, you know, $100, $200, they can mail to us. Our address is there. We will send them a tax deduction mm-hmm. letter and I uh, yeah we'll
0: get we'll get all that information yeah. posted in the in the description and and uh, hopefully we get some people to step up and, and help
2: us preserve our culture our just culture just curious do you ever do it like DIA where we actually get different artifacts at certain times through the year here
3: um, to see things so far no okay but we have spoken to the DIA I have spoken to Graham Beale the previous um, director mm-hmm. judy and i judy has and i have also spoken to salvatore solar Pons, who's the current director of the dia mm-hmm. and he's willing to partner with us to do an exhibit maybe right. have some of the dia items come here for one night or mm-hmm. a week or whatever mm-hmm. from and our have, history yes from our history and then make this available for people yep. to walk through. And so Let's that's see. something that the new, um,
1: that'd be cool. Th- yeah, I, I cool. have
3: retired, but the new people and and Judy and certainly others are working on to um, promote, to promote our uh, museum. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause that, yeah. I think that'll bring more of an um, uh, outside uh, uh, attendance besides of our people coming in because right. there is some people that really love art as, yeah. as a whole so. yeah
3: and I've had <coughs> one time we were even open for a wedding a bridal couple asked us if during the cocktail hour mm-hmm. we would open up the museum because mostly non-chaldean guests are here for the cocktail hour we mm-hmm. tend to show up a little bit <laughs> yeah. later just a little
2: bit dinner time. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> and um, so the bride wanted um, the museum open. And so several non-Chaldeans went through it. This happened about a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I I happened to be the one who was here. And the person said to me, oh my God, after he walked through it, I mean, he said, I cannot believe it. He said, I thought, I'm not kidding. He said, I thought I was at the DIA. Mm. I did not expect this level of sophistication and history and research Mm -hmm in a small museum sure. he said I am amazed he said whoever did it congratulations yeah. to you this was amazing um, I am no longer active I mean I'm retired um, I mean I will help out from time to time but those who have you know Judy in the in the current board and the current director know that programming i mean it's it's now like you said it's mm-hmm. now in existence right. programming and marketing has to be the focus and fundraising so, and I'll, fundraising and ha- you're helping us
2: well i was going to say listen i'm going to put myself on the hot seat on this one we we didn't think culture center when we were doing this mm-hmm. I, I at least i didn't the reason we got Mary to be on board with this is she corrected an old an, an interview, an older interview that we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was a pilot situation. We yeah. got an email, and then the light bulb went on. Like, wait a minute, we need her and the team. Yeah. We got to do this. So it was great that you reached out. Yeah. But the bigger thing is. We feel happy to know you actually watched it to get yeah. to get to so so you yeah. watched it so you watched it all the way through and yep. you were able to catch something so important. And in
0: you that. you are a treasure to the oh. Caldean Cultural Center. Yes, with all your the wealth of knowledge that you have, you and, know, and, I, and the passion and everything that yeah. you put into the.
3: I'm one person. I, I there were a whole team. I mean, mm-hmm. gr- groups and groups of, of people, mm-hmm. and we met with smaller groups like when we were the journey coming to America. Most of our parents are dead yeah it's just i think that we figured out there are like three still survivors of those who were here before the start of world Mm -hmm. war ii um and so we met with a whole group of those my age and a little bit older who were um who remembered the struggles the first stores and working in the stores and remember physically remembered the detroit you know the riots because we lived through it. You know, I went down to my dad's store. Mm -hmm. um, And um, so we wanted to capture that firsthand, that first person knowledge of of the museum. And um, so the credit goes to many, many people. I was hoping that the chairman of the board, who supervised me would be here, but um, anyways, you got me.
1: Yeah
0: I'm yes. glad that we did. Um,
3: but I, the, one the last thing I want to say is that I we the cultural center considers ourselves the archivist for the community. Mm-hmm. If people have things at home and they want to donate them, maybe we cannot put them in the museum right now, but we've established a traveling museum yeah. where if they cannot come to us, we'll go to the schools and uh, we want we've had special exhibits like maybe one year one day we'll do all the textiles from because i remember my mother crocheting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know table have a table linen and then crocheting the edges or yep. making uh, baby clothes and i remember
2: that I- Oh my God.
3: I mean, think of just the things that,
2: right that you she just. What do you mean? She just hit me back. That's, yeah. that's what we consider our dining room, and we only ate there on special occasions and, <laughs> yeah. and had everything around it. My mom had all that. Yeah.
3: Um, a lot of people have bride dolls. Um, so we will still take donations because we do. Cons- we're a central place that is professionally run even our software is museum software we said okay what does the dia use what does the smithsonian use that software past perfect is what we use here to catalog every we photograph every item we catalog every item who gave it to us when it was given have a gift of d forms Mm -hmm. deed of gift forms sorry Mm -hmm. and um And maybe one day we'll have our own building
2: yeah yeah yeah, to be big enough on that you've done one hell of a job you and your team all the people from the past present that are working on this is there anything significant that we may have missed in regards to (coughs) the museum or people that may have helped that that you can help us with anything that you want to you I mean, the viewers.
3: I, yeah, I, I just want um, the community to know that this was the effort of a lot of people, even people, I mean, I mentioned some of the original board of directors, and there's now a new board, and, um, and, and they're doing a great job. Um, but even people who donated items to us mm-hmm. you know they need to get to get credit um, yeah,
0: all right so in closing we want to we want to just want to ask we ask all of our guests what do you, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean
3: you know I I am so proud of being Chaldean you know there may have been a time as we're growing up and you want to go out to the prom and your parents say no you can't go to the prom <laughs> yes. and I was you want to go to <laughs> Pajama parties. I yep. don't. Maybe guys don't have pajama parties. No sleepovers. But no sleepovers. <laughs> no. <laughs> We never. Hey,
2: we were sleepovers. We couldn't. I just. Yep. I couldn't be
1: at yeah. nobody's house.
3: You know. And it's like, why are we? You know, why can't we? Yeah. You know. And um, but as time has gone on, and and as I got married, and and had, as time has gone on, and have a child, you want you embrace it. You love it. And I, for me, it's the Catholic faith. I am so, in my mind it's not in my mind. We have the true religion. There's no, not that others, not that there isn't salvation for other people, of course there is. But we have the true faith, and even our liturgy is in the very prayers and the language that Christ himself gave to the apostles. Mm-hmm. And I, how can we not love our food? I mean, yeah. um, Definitely. I mean, when, our, when non-Chaldeans, when Americans come to us, you know, I have Jewish friends that ask me to make them dolma. It's great. And I'm happy to do it. Not often, but I'm I'm happy to do it. It's a lot of work. I go to, I try to go to daily mass, and I do go to St. Fabian. But on Saturdays at 4.30, I go to Holy Holy Cross.
2: Yep, 14 in the middle. Yes.
3: And and I see so many young families. I see Mm -hmm. couples that are in their 30s or 40s with two-year-olds, five-year-olds, 10-year-olds. The whole family is coming in all age groups. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily see all age groups and teenagers in other churches, but you do see it in the Chaldean churches. And I i am thrilled to death that I know our legacy and our um, heritage is being passed on. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Um, I, I I truly love being Chaldean. I love being an American. In my mind, we have the best of both worlds. We yes. have absolutely the best of both worlds, being in America and then being part of our own subculture.
0: Yes, God bless America
1: God yes, bless Chaldeans. Yes, absolutely. Exactly,
2: exactly.
0: Well, thank you so much we for taking you. the time. It was an amazing experience for, for myself and I, I think I speak for Junior too. Yep, we thank, thank you, you for much.
2: yeah oh. for putting the work in yeah. all these years and bringing it to this level, and um, we wish success to this. And thank we're going to help you. We 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 will push this out there and get this to get these younger oh, yeah. kids.
3: And Definitely. we have this. We even oh, did yeah. and an yep. Aram. You know, like I was at, um, I must have been at um, Toys R Us, which no longer exists. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I was somewhere, and I remember going through like you know ABC coloring books. A is for apple, B is yep. for yep. banana, and yep. I thought why can't we do that and so i had uh harry for one of our shamasha and he was on our board of directors and he helped us develop a an aramaic abc book so all the letters of the aramaic alphabet what the letter is a place where you can trace the letter write the letter on your own and then coloring pictures wait wait wait.
2: sorry Duba means
3: bear yeah I
2: always called like somebody who was a ch- little chubby dubba. Yeah.
3: yeah, well that's why. It's a I bear. didn't know it was a bear. I didn't, I didn't know
0: either. I didn't know literal, it was a literal, literal bear. Literal bear. I knew, I knew the
2: yeah. reason why we called somebody a dubba, <laughs> yeah.
0: but didn't know it was a bear. I'm a dubba. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's great. But see, what you just taught us just in that moment. Yeah. But I like this because we always talk about this. And where could people get this yep. from? From
3: our, from, our, family. from, from family. us. And um, Holy Martyrs Church so, if other Chaldean pastors are listening, yeah. Holy Martyrs Church um, bought, I think, like a thousand of these, mm. and are giving them out. I mean, f- through us yep. at a discount because yep. they are yep. a church, but yep. um, and that's a thousand. Yeah, the Holy discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, working of the holy spirit yep. and I, I think gave them out to their catechism classes oh, that's awesome. maybe awesome. enough for a couple of years but they were giving them out to like their as a christmas gift to the mm-hmm. i think the first communicant. yeah yeah communion great. classes um but these are for sale in in our in our bookshop in our gift shop
1: beautiful even I, can, even I can even i can <laughs> go through that
2: and learn off of it gotta go get me one
3: We'll even provide a box of crayons. We have boxes of crayons in our gift shop, too.
0: Cool. Well, thanks again. Thanks so much. Thank Thank you
3: you for allowing me to highlight what I consider really a Chaldean treasure for the entire community. The entire metropolitan Chaldean community. Amen.
2: Thank you. Amen. That's right. Thanks, viewers. Thank you. See you. Checking out.